So you've decided it's time to upgrade from your current RV. Maybe you want something larger because your family has grown, or maybe circumstances have changed and you now want something smaller. It could be that you simply want to treat yourself to a newer model with the latest features. You found the right unit and decided against trading in your current RV. One nagging issue remains. How can I sell my current RV for the most money? In this episode, we're going to look at five tips to consider when selling your RV. Hey everybody, this is John Marucci. Thanks for visiting the On The Road YouTube channel. You know, this channel is all about helping you get the most out of your RV travel experience. Before we get going, welcome to the channel. If you're new here, remember to subscribe and hit the bell icon to be notified when new videos are published. If you want to dive deeper, we put more content and photos on Instagram and Twitter at John Marucci. So let's jump in. So you found your next RV. Now it's time to get to work to find a new owner for your current unit. We're going to look at five tips to consider that can help you sell your RV. Okay, the first tip is to evaluate, and this means to take a fresh look at your current unit that you're about to sell. Now you need to look at this unit as though you were looking at it for the first time. Now this isn't easy to do. There's something called wallpaper, which means you have things up that you're very used to looking at and you just don't notice. And it's easy to overlook. So this whole idea of having wallpaper is something that's really important to understand because you're just going to skip over things that may be obvious issues to other people. And you may actually need to get a friend to help you out to go through your unit and to check it out with you so that they can see things that maybe you're not going to be able to see. So look at your RV, your RPOD, or the unit that you have now with a fresh set of eyes, even if you need a friend to help you look at it. Go over it closely and look at all the different things going on inside. And you need to do this in order to determine if there are areas that need to be addressed. There may be items that you can easily repair or replace. Maybe you need to touch up a cabinet with some stain stick, or clean some upholstery, or even caulk some seals, things like that. Okay, there also may be issues that you may notice that actually need to be serviced. Maybe you need new tires. Maybe you need your brakes to be taken care of. And so there may be some things that you are used to that generally need to be repaired and serviced before you go to sell it. So next, you need to decide if there are items that you want to declare that are issues when listing and discount the price accordingly rather than repair or replace them. They may be things like worn decals, or maybe you have a, a good scratch on the uh, finish that you're not going to fix, or worn upholstery that you just can't replace or don't want to replace, and what you're going to do is just sell it as is and disclose those items. Okay, the next tip, tip number two, is price it to sell. You need to know who you're competing for. Who are the prospective buyers of your unit? And you need to start thinking like one. If you have a very large unit with bunks, you may be thinking like uh, a buyer who has kids, for example, and wants the bunks. If you have a small RPOD, think like a person who wants a smaller unit again. So think about who your prospective buyer is and start to think like them and know who you're competing for. You know, prospective buyers will be doing their homework and you need to also. So what I mean by that is use a site like RV Trader and start looking at units that are like yours that you're going to be selling. You know, all the people who are going to be looking at units that you have to sell are going to be doing that very thing. So you need to get up to speed with other units that you're competing against for the prospective buyers that you want to sell to. It's very important to do your research as well, as if you were in the market for your model or ones that are similar. 
So you need to use these sites like RV Trader to go online and search for your very year and your very model and see what comes up and how other people are both pricing them. And we'll talk about this a little later, how they're merchandising them. Okay, you need to ask yourself when you look honestly at your unit, what would you pay for it if you're looking at it for the first time, rather than focusing in on what you want to get for it. This is an important point. And when I sold my 171, I had to be very honest with myself and not go too high and think, what would someone really be willing to pay and what would I pay for this? And so know who you're competing against is the next point. You know, you're competing against other sellers. You need to think like a seller. And the interesting thing here is you're not just competing against people who are selling used units like you might have, but you're also competing against dealers who have brand new units of the same model. So you've got to think competitively. Let's talk about upgrades for a second when you're selling. Upgrades work more as an enticement to buy your unit, not necessarily mean that you can get a higher price. If you put some customization to your unit, you may not get the higher price that you think you, you should get or even get back what you put into it, but may help you actually sell your unit quicker because you put upgrades into your unit. You know, another thing to remember is something that's highly personalized, if you put highly personalized upgrades, or upgrades that are only an interest to a limited number of people, probably won't bring a very good return. And so you need to be level-headed about that, not expect to get your, your entire investment back if you've done serious personalization to your RV. And again, it may help you sell quicker, such as things as having a weight distribution hitch that you throw in, or a power tongue jack, or new tires, but it may not mean that you get that money back for what you put into them. So be aware of that and, and have level set expectations when you think about all the money you put into things that were extras on your unit. It may just not mean that you get the money back on those, but it also may mean that you can sell things quicker. So it's also important with pricing to know the current selling price of comparable new models. Now, we're not just talking about competing against used models here. This is a very important point. We're talking about competing against brand new models. And I'll tell you my story when I sold my 171. When I had my 171 for a year, I wanted to upgrade because it was just a bit too small for, to work from. And so I went to sell it. And one of the things that came to me is thinking, I've got to compete not just against used buyers, but against brand new units that are in the dealers. So what you need to do is you need to research the model that you have and look at brand new units, the current year model, and see what they're selling for at discount. So for example, if you have a 171 and you can buy it in Ohio for you know, $14,000 and you're wanting to get $13,000 for your used unit, that's not much margin between a new unit. Personally, I'm going to go buy the new unit for $1,000 more rather than buy your unit for $1,000 yes because I'm getting a, a new unit. I'm also getting a warranty. So be level-headed when you're thinking about pricing. You've got to also compete against the dealers that are putting out brand new units and come in at a price that's going to draw people to yours versus a brand new unit. And if you were buying, would you purchase yours versus a new one? That's a great question. I just went through that scenario. So 179, if you can get a 179 brand new for 15,750, but you're wanting to get 14,000 for 179 that's two years old, more than likely, the person who's looking at those two and considering is going to go for the new one. Okay, so be aware that you need to come at a price that's going to draw people to your used unit versus a brand new one. Very important point when pricing. Okay, the third thing we're going to look at is actually staging. So we talked about pricing. The next main thing we're going to talk about is staging to catch the eyes of potential buyers. The old saying goes, a picture is worth a thousand words. It's absolutely true. And the first thing you need to do, it seems like pure common sense, is to clean up your unit. 
and I mean really clean it. Clean it inside and out and spend some real time cleaning it well. Wipe everything down. Get everything spick and span. Outside, if you need to and it's not been done recently, wax it so those pictures that you take of it look fantastic. Take your pictures on a sunny day, on a nice day where you have good light. You need to make, take some time and money even to make money, right? You've got to take some time and spend time to get your unit up to snuff and really, again, remember who you're competing against. You're competing against those same pictures of brand new units on a dealer's lot, not just the used one down in a different state that it looks similar. You've got to compete against brand new units, so clean it up and make it look better than the dealer that's down the road. So spend some time doing that. Don't skip on the details. Make sure you clean the kitchen well and the bath well. Clean those wheels well. Clean all the outside and make it look fantastic before you start taking your pictures. If you're not a detail-oriented person, find someone who is. More than likely, those of us who aren't detail-oriented, we have someone in our life or a friend or family member who is and can see details. And that's the kind of person you want to have come around and look at things and point out things that don't look right to them. And then you need to fix them or make them look right. Okay, you know I have a related video to this about exterior detailing of your R-Pod that's out on the site. You can go search for it. It helps out with some of the stuff. But generally, what you want to do, the whole goal of this, is to make your unit look better than what the dealer is offering. Make yours look much better than even the brand new units. Now, sometimes that's difficult to do, other times it's not. If you look at some of the brand new units out there, not all the pictures are that great. Some of the dealers don't do a great job merchandising their units, which is amazing to me, but they'll have their, you know, the bedspread all messed up or tools on the bed or whatnot when they're taking pictures to put on the internet, which is just amazing that they get by with that, but they do. And they're just not thinking the detail. So make yours look better than showroom new and you'll have a better opportunity to draw people and contact you about purchasing it. It's important to stage, not just for photos, but also for those who are actually gonna come and tour it in person. So this includes not just getting the visuals right to get good photos, but also make sure you get the smells right. If you have any kind of smells from usage or pets, or anything like that, make sure you get it so it doesn't smell anything like that. Make sure you get the thing smelling brand new. If you have to use various cleaners to get that, this, any smells out and make sure the R-Pod smells good inside. All right, so the fourth tip we're gonna look at is marketing. So now you've got it priced right, you've got it up to snuff, and we got it ready to take good photos, and we're gonna look at marketing. So it's talking about finding your target audience. Now to do this, really what you want to do is find the largest possible audience. You need to go where the buyers are going. Now I'm going to recommend RV Trader because RV Trader has tens of thousands of RVs for sale at any one time. That's where people go to look at RVs. You can look at photos. You can dig into any type of RV, any model. Your model is going to be out there. You need to go look at RV Trader and plan on using them. That's what I would do and I've done before. So you need to go where the buyers are and the eyes are. It's going to cost some money. Don't go cheap. Many of the no-cost options are gonna actually cost you in the long run and lost revenue. You wanna go where the people are going to look at used RVs, or new RVs even. Again, I'll say this, photos and photos. Photos, it's all about photos. You've gotta take great photos. It's a big ticket item. You're talking out $10,000 plus, right? It's not something cheap on Craigslist. This is an important purchase to somebody who's gonna buy it. Show as many photos as possible and pay extra on RV Trade or other sites as needed to post a lot of photos. Uh, include close-ups in your photos of key features. And here's a great point. If you don't have a good camera or photography skills, then ask someone who does, even if you have to pay for it. 
Get someone in there who knows how to take good photos, who knows how to stage things well, use light in the proper proportion at, to take photos at the right time of day. Uh, it's amazing how many poor photos I see on RV Trader. People don't know what they're doing. They just take their iPhone out and start snapping shots and think that's good enough. And it's amazing how much better you can draw people if your photos are good. If you don't have a good camera and don't take good photos, find someone who does or get professional help. It really be worth it. You're talking about, you know, multiple thousands of dollars in return here. So get good photos. Make sure you have very good descriptive copy and articulation around your unit. Be honest about what your, your unit is and be accurate about it is. If it's had uh, modifications, be clear about that. Talk about how much mileage, hopefully you have a mileage log you've kept. Talk about how much mileage the tires have, how many times you've been in the unit, how long you've owned it. All the main things you need to talk about and be descriptive about the unit itself. Make sure you point out the distinctives that you have. Maybe there's some upgrades you want to point out. If it's a non-smoking and pet-free unit, make sure you point that out. It's very important to people with allergies that they know that. And issues of any dramatic uh, damage or cosmetic changes, you need to make sure you point out on the good and the bad. And so make sure you're very thorough in your description. Okay, and the fifth and final main point we want to talk about is the actual sales transaction. So you need to research and know the regulations of your state. Familiarize yourself with any state and local policies, including titles and insurance and things like that, transferring things accurately and properly for your state. So you need to do your research before you get in this process. Make sure you have your title available. If you don't know where your title is, and I'm talking from prior experience of having to get a replacement title, I would really challenge you to find your title early in the process. Uh, sales agreements. Include any specific requirements. Now, Michigan, where I live, has very specific trailer bill of sale that you have to use and has to be completed when you're selling a trailer. Your state may have something similar. It may not. You need to find that out. Make sure you have the proper paperwork so that when you sit down with your buyer and they are ready to buy the unit, that you have everything that you need to do to properly transfer that unit to the new person. Okay, so there's the five big things about selling your RV or our pod that I've gone through and hopefully are helpful. Hopefully this is really a helpful video for those of you who are considering. And by the way, if you have an RV, you're probably gonna sell it at some point. So hopefully this video is something you can come back to and use in future time to refresh your memory about things you need to go through about selling and hopefully getting the best price possible for your unit. You wanna pass your unit on in good conscience to someone who's also gonna be able to enjoy it. Anyway, there's the five tips. Hopefully this video is helpful. If you enjoyed it, make sure you give it a thumbs up and share it with your friends online and so that they can watch it as well. Again, this is John Marucci. Thanks for watching and so long for now.